0: Chapter Five of Five Little Peppers at School by Margaret Sidney. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Five at Sylvia Horns. But they weren't—not a bit of it—and had ten minutes to spare as they came rushing up to the station platform. Oh look, look, girls! Polly Pepper pointed up to the clock, pushing back the damp rings of hair from her forehead. Oh dear me, I'm so hot. "'And so am I!' panted the other girls, dashing up. One of them sank down on the upper step and fanned herself in angry little puffs with her hat, which she twitched off for that purpose. "'Just like you, Alexia,' cried one, when she could get her breath, "'you're always scaring us to death.' "'Well, I'm sure I was scared myself, Clem,' retorted Alexia, propping herself against the wall. "'Oh, dear, I can't breathe. I guess I'm going to die.' whew whew as alexia made this statement quite often on similar occasions the girls heard it with the air of an old acquaintance and straightened their coats and hats and pulled themselves into shape generally oh my goodness how you look sally your hat is all over your left eye alexia deserted her wall and ran over to pull it straight you let me be cried sally crossly and twitching away if it hadn't been for you, my hat would have stayed where I put it. I'll fix it myself. She pulled out the long pin. Oh, dear me, now the head has come off, she mourned. Oh, my goodness, your face looks the worst. Isn't it sweet? cried Alexia coolly, who hadn't heard this last. Don't, Alexia, cried Polly. She's lost her pin. Misery! exclaimed Alexia, starting forward. Oh, where? Oh, where? Oh, it isn't the pin said sally holding that out but the head is flown off she jumped off from the step and began to peer anxiously around in the dirt all the girls crowding around and getting dreadfully in the way what pin was it sally asked polly poking into a tuft of grass beneath the steps your blue one no it was my best one. Oh dear me sally looked ready to cry and turned away so that the girls couldn't see her face not the one your aunt gave you sally exclaimed clem <laughs> yes yes sally sniffed out right now oh dear i put it in because because we were going to sylvia's oh dear me she gave up now and sobbed outright don't cry sally begged polly deserting her grass tuft to run over to her we'll find it alexia was alternately picking frantically in all the dust heaps and wringing her hands one eye on the clock all the while, oh no, you won't whimpered Sally. it flew right out of my hand, and it's gone way off. I know it has, oh dear, and she sobbed worse than ever. Perhaps one of those old hens will pick it up, suggested Lucy Bennett, pointing across the way to the stationmaster's garden, where four or five fowl were busy scratching, oh, oh sally gave a little scream at that and threw herself into polly pepper's arms my aunt's pin, and she told me to be careful and she won't won't ever give me anything else and now those old hens will eat it oh dear me what shall i do how can you lucy say such perfectly dreadful things cried polly don't cry sally girls do keep on looking for it as hard as you can sally do stop but sally was beyond stopping she told told me only to wear it sundays and with my best best dress oh do give me your handkerchief polly i've left mine home so polly pulled out her clean handkerchief from her coat pocket and sally wiped up her face and cried all over it till it was a damp little wad and the girls poked around and searched frantically and alexia one eye on the clock exclaimed oh girls it's time for the train oh misery me what shall we do and here it comes lucy bennett screamed stick on your hat sally you've the pin part come hurry up cried the others and they all huddled around her oh i can't go began sally you must said clem we've telephoned back to mrs horn we're coming do stick on your hat sally moore alexia was spinning around saying over and over to herself i won't stay back i won't then as the train slowly rounded the long curve and the passengers emerged from the waiting-room she rushed up to the knot of girls go along sally moore and i'll stay and hunt for your old pin just as some one twitched sally's hat from her fingers and clapped it on her head oh goodness me alexia gave a little scream and nearly fell backward look it's on your own head oh girls i shall die she pointed tragically up to the hat then gave a sudden nip with her long fingers and brought out a knot of ribbon a gilt twisted affair with pink stones you had it all the time sally moore and she went into peals of laughter well do stop everybody's looking cried the rest of the girls as they raced off to the train now at a dead stop sally with her hat crammed on her head at a worse angle than ever only realized that she had the ornament safely clutched in her hand oh i can't help it exclaimed alexia gustily and hurrying off to get next to polly oh dear me <laughs> as they all plunged into the train when they arrived at edgewood there was a carriage and a wagonette drawn up by the little station and out of the first jumped sylvia and following her a tall thin girl who seemed to have a good many bracelets and jingling things my cousin kathleen briggs she just came to-day said sylvia while i was at school and so mother thought it would be nice to have you girls out to supper "'cause they're only going to stay till tomorrow. morrow "'Oh, it's so fine that you've come. "'Well, come and get in. "'Polly, you're going in the carriage with Kathleen and me. "'Come on!' Alexia crowded up close behind. "'I'm going with Polly Pepper this time,' "'announced Sally, pushing in between. "'Alexia always gets her.' "'Well, she's my very dearest friend,' "'said Alexia coolly, "'and working her long figure up close to Polly "'as Sylvia led her off so of course I must always go with her.' "'Well, she is our very dearest friend, too, Alexia Rise, declared Clem, and we're going to have her sometimes ourselves. And there they were in a dreadful state, and Sylvia's cousin, the new girl, to see it all. She jingled her bracelets and picked at the long chain dangling from her neck and stared at them all. "'Oh, my goodness!' exclaimed Polly Pepper, with very red cheeks. "'Alexia, don't, don't she begged well i don't care said alexia recklessly the girls are always picking at me because i will keep next to you polly and you're my very dearest friend and but sally had such a fright about her pin said polly in a low tone alexia was crowded up close and hugging her arm so no one else heard well that old pin dropped in the ribbon she had it herself all the time oh dear alexia nearly went off again at the remembrance she felt badly all the same, said Polly slowly. She didn't even smile, and Alexia could feel that the arm was slipping away from her. Oh, dear me, she began. Then she dropped Polly Pepper's arm. Sally, you may go next, she cried suddenly, and she skipped back into the bunch of the other girls. Polly sent her an approving little nod, and she didn't fail to smile now. Alexia ran over to the wagonette and hopped in, not daring to trust herself to see Sally's satisfaction ahead in the coveted seat. The other girls jumping in, the wagonette was soon filled, and away they spun for the 2 miles over to the Horns' beautiful place. And before long, their respects having been paid to Mrs. Horn, the whole bevy was up in Sylvia's pretty pink and white room overlooking the lake. "I think it's just too lovely for anything here," Sylvia Horn exclaimed Sally whose spirits were quite recovered now. She had her aunt's pin all safe, and she had ridden up next to Polly. "'Oh, girls, she has a new pincushion cushion and cover!' "'Yes, a whole new set,' said Sylvia carelessly, as the girls rushed over from the bed where they were laying their things, to see this new acquisition to the beautiful room. "'Well, if I could have such perfectly exquisite things,' breathed Alexia, as they all owed and ad over the pink ribbons and dainty lace. I'd be the very happiest girl. Kathleen Briggs thrust her long figure in among the bevy. The toilet set is very pretty, she said indifferently, and with a quite young lady air. Very pretty, repeated Alexia, turning her pale eyes upon her in astonishment. Well, I should think it was. It's too perfectly elegant for anything. Oh, dear me, Kathleen gave a little laugh. "'It's just nothing to the one I have on my toilet-table at home. "'Besides, I shall bring home some Oriental lace and have a new one. "'I'm going around the world tomorrow, you know.' "'Oh, my goodness!' exclaimed Alexia faintly. "'And the other girls fell back and stared respectfully. "'Yes,' said Kathleen, delighted at the effect she had produced. "'We start tomorrow, and we don't know how long we shall be gone. "'Perhaps two years.' papa says he'll stay if we want to but mamma and i may get tired and come home she jingled her bracelets worse than ever they've come to bid us good-bye you see said sylvia to break the uncomfortable silence oh yes said polly pepper well if you've got your things off let's go out of doors proposed sylvia suddenly yes do let's the girl drew a long breath as they raced off i think that kathleen briggs is too perfectly horrid for anything Alexia got up close to Polly as they flew down the stairs, with her going round the world and her sniffing at Sylvia's toilet set. "'Hush, hush!' whispered Polly. "'She'll hear you.' "'Well, I don't care. and She's going round the world tomorrow, so what does it signify?' said Alexia. "'Oh, don't go so fast, Polly. You most made me tumble on my nose.' "'Well, you mustn't come with me, then, if you don't keep up,' said Polly, with a merry little laugh and hurrying on. "'I'm going to keep up.' cried alexia dashing after but you go so fast she grumbled we're going to have tea out on the lawn announced sylvia in satisfaction as the bevy rushed out on the broad west piazza the maids were already busily setting three little tables that were growing quite pretty under their hands there will be four at each table said sylvia polly's going to sit with kathleen and me and one other girl i don't know which one yet she said slowly Oh, choose me, Alexia worked her way along eagerly to the front. I'm her dearest friend, Polly's, I mean, so you ought to choose me. Well, I shan't, declared Sylvia. You crowded me awfully at Lucy Bennett's party and kept close to Polly Pepper all the time. Well, that's because you would keep Polly yourself. You crowded and pushed horribly yourself. You know you did. Her long face was quite red now. "'Well, I had to,' declared Sylvia coolly. "'At any rate, you shan't have Polly to-day, for I've quite decided. "'Clem, you shall have the other seat at my table.' "'Clem hopped up and down and beat her hands together in glee. "'There, Alexia, rise,' she cried in triumph. "'Who's got Polly Pepper now? I'd like to know.' Alexia, much discomfited, fell back. "'Well, I think that's a great way to give a party,' she said. "'To get up a fight the first thing.' But Sylvia and Kathleen had got Polly Pepper one on each side, and were now racing down to the lake. "'We're going to have a sail,' called Sylvia, over her shoulder. So they all followed, Alexia among the rest, with no time for anything else. There was the steam launch waiting for them. "'Girls, girls!' Mrs. Horn called to them from the library. "'Wait a moment. Mr. and Mrs. Briggs are going, too.' "'Oh, bother!' began Sylvia. Then the color flew into her face for kathleen heard i shall tell my mother what you said she declared dear me no you mustn't begged sylvia in alarm yes i shall too kathleen's bracelets jingled worse than ever as she shook them out well i call that real hateful broke out sylvia a red spot on either cheek you know i didn't mean it well you said it and if you think it's a bother to take my mother and father out in your old launch I shan't stop here and bring you anything when I come home from around the world." Sylvia trembled. She very much wanted something from around the world. So she put her arm about Kathleen. "'Oh, make up now,' she said. "'They're coming!' as Mr. and Mrs. Briggs advanced down the path. "'Promise you won't tell?' she begged. "'Yes, do,' said Polly Pepper, imploringly. So Kathleen promised, and everything became quite serene just in time for Mr. and Mrs. Briggs to have the girls presented to them. And then they all jumped into the steam launch, and the men sent her into the lake, and everything was as merry as could be under the circumstances. "'I haven't got to go to school to-morrow,' announced Sylvia, when they were well off. "'Isn't that too fine for anything, girls?' "'Dear me, I should say so,' cried Alexia enviously. "'How I wish I could ever stay home!' "'but Aunt is so very dreadful. "'She makes me go every single day.' "'Well, I'm going to stay home to bid Kathleen good-bye, you know,' said Sylvia. "'You see, we are going round the world,' announced Mrs. Briggs. "'She was just like Kathleen as far as mother and daughter could be, "'and she had more jingling things on, "'besides a long lace scarf that was catching in everything, "'and she carried a white fluffy parasol in her hand. "'And we've come to bid good-bye to our relatives before we start.' Kathleen, you shouldn't have come out on the water without your hat,' for the first time noticing her daughter's bare head. "'None of the girls have hats on,' said Kathleen, shaking her long, light braids. "'Well, I don't see how their mothers can allow it,' exclaimed Mrs. Briggs, glancing around on the group. "'But I shan't let you, Kathleen. Dear me, you will ruin your skin. Now you must come under my parasol.' She moved up on the seat. "'Here, come over here.' "'Oh, I'm not going to!' cried Kathleen with a grimace. "'I can't see anything under that old thing. "'Besides, I'm going to stay with the girls.' "'Yes, you must come under my parasol!' "'A frown of real anxiety settled on her mother's face. "'You'll thank me by and by for saving your complexion for you, Kathleen. "'So come over.' "'No,' said Kathleen, hanging back and holding to Sylvia's arm. "'There's your veil, you know.' Mr. Briggs hadn't spoken before but now he edged up to his wife. It's in my pocket So it is cried his wife joyfully as mr. Briggs pulled out a long green tissue veil I am so glad I had you bring it now Kathleen tie this all over your head Your father will bring it over to you and next time do obey me and wear your hat as I've always told you So Kathleen not daring to hold back from this command but grumbling at every bit of the process tied on the veil and then sat up very cross and stiff through the rest of the sail. I should rather never go round the world if I'd got to be tied up like an old green mummy every step, Alexia managed to whisper in Polly's ear as they hopped out of the launch, and she was very sweet to Kathleen after that, pitying her dreadfully. End of chapter 5